Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. I hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Back from Ireland. I don't know how we're feeling. I don't know what time frame, time clock, time zone my body is in right now. But we're here, and we're going to give you three hours, or at least as close to it as possible. Gang's all here, ready to go. Fritzy, Seton in the back row, Marvin, Pauly in the front row. The backroom guys are here as well. Go to the airport yesterday morning, and I said to my wife, probably going to walk up to a bar, and Dylan will be there. And sure enough, Dylan was there with a few of the other backroom guys and uh, Seton as well, having another Guinness before leaving town. I loved it. I was very proud of you guys, of all the work you did. And then the French kid was there as well, and he couldn't decide if he was really hungover or really, really hungover. (laughs) But uh, we had a great time. And again, thanks to uh, all the support we had in Dublin. Wonderful, wonderful people there. This program brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. It's uh, pretty uh, pretty awesome what they do. In fact, uh, I earned the uh, cash back from trips and restaurants to Dublin. All doubled. Seriously. See the terms. Check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. All right. We've got play of the day, poll question, stat of the day. Good morning. If you're watching on Peacock, thank you. Uh, top of the morning to you, Dan. Oh, no, 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 no. And to the rest of you lads. Oh, boy. Top of the morning to okay. you, mate. Oh, we brought back the accent. All righty. <laughs> Didn't they check that at customs? Didn't you feel like you were home? I'm just saying. Didn't you feel like, ah, yes, this all makes sense? No. Oh, man. No. Not where we were staying in Dublin because it was just full of Notre Dame people. 
If we'd been out, you know, out in the country where my, my people are from. Yeah, that's true. The country is a little more homey. That that was exactly this past week, especially this weekend when uh, all the domers were in town. It's exactly what I imagined Ireland to be like when I was like 10 years old. It's like I bet that when you go to Dublin, I bet it's just all Notre Dame stuff everywhere and like everybody is a huge Notre Dame fan. That's exactly what I thought Ireland would be like. It is uh, a Monday, so best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. We'll get to that. Our good buddy Ross Tucker will uh, talk some football with us. Notre Dame quarterback Sam Hartman will join us a little bit later on as well. Phone number, Tyler, sitting by, 877-3DP-SHOW. We'll have a poll question, uh, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We'll try to answer as many as we can throughout the program. So, got some football news. We'll talk about that with what uh, the Cowboys and 49ers did with Trey Lance for a fourth-round draft pick. And uh, also, you have some other moves that are happening there. C.J. Stroud named the Texans starter. And uh, looks like you're going to have a couple of rookie quarterbacks, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud, all going to play right away, even though I think that the Colts – uh, Gardner Minshew is a better quarterback to start for Anthony Richardson, and I think Davis Mills is a better quarterback to start for the Texans now than C.J. Stroud. But if you're these teams, you can play your rookie quarterbacks. They may not play well. They get experience, and you still get a pretty good draft pick out of all of this uh, after it's all said and done. Seton, what are we going to go with with uh, the poll question, at least for the first hour of this program? Stat of the day, as always, by the way, brought to you by Panini America the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Would you move to Ireland? Yes, hell yes. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, sorry. We could have other options there, too. Okay. Uh, that would be pretty great. <laughs> could you live there in Ireland? Hell yeah. In two seconds. I could do Ireland well. Like full time? Definitely. 100%. Okay. All right. Do you feel, you feel like uh, you're up in the air? Well, Brady Quinn says, uh, why don't you get a place here? Yeah, and dude. I go, See, Brady gets it. Now, that's a fellow right there who gets well, it. Well, I don't know if Brady was suggesting that we, he and I, get a place there. Oh. And I was like, I couldn't understand what exactly he was asking. But he said, why don't you get a place here? And he said, are we coming back here next year? And I said, well, I'd like to. I'd like to make it a, a yearly visit to the homeland. But this time I want to bring, you know, our audience, let them have the opportunity to join us as well. They would be our fighting Irish coming over there. Yes. So Brady's coming even for Florida State, Georgia Tech. I'm guessing. Because why not? I'm guessing. It's still a good time. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it matters. Well, it does matter with the crowd of, uh, you know, Notre Dame, obviously, with that, that everywhere you went. I mean, it was probably 90 to 10 Notre Dame versus Navy uh, tourists there. But I don't know what you're going to get with Florida State, Georgia Tech next year. But that's that's the next game. Uh, Notre Dame with a impressive performance. But uh, Navy was nowhere near Notre Dame. I wondered if Navy was going to score a touchdown. I thought it would, it would have to be on a fluke play. They didn't get a touchdown. But they did get a, an, a field goal there to avert the shutout. USC looked very impressive. Caleb Williams or the field for the Heisman Trophy. We'll talk about that coming up as well. Yes, Paul? There was a play in the first quarter of Navy-Notre Dame where Navy went for it on fourth and like three mm. deep in Notre Dame territory, and they threw a pass, and the whole place went crazy because Navy's throwing a pass. 
Two guys were open mm-hmm. about five yards from the end zone. The two guys kind of bumped each other and they didn't catch it. Should the guy who's ranked higher have been able to should have ooh, caught the pass? Ooh, ooh, I don't know. I don't. They they don't wear their stripes. They don't. No, I can't oh, tell. <laughs> the higher ranked guy should oh, that's have had higher like right. like military. Wouldn't it be great yeah. though? <laughs> like uh, if he's a higher midshipman, I don't know how it works. But like it's my ball, like a center fielder. Yeah, like your rank, right? You outrank me. That's funny, dude. <laughs> we go to the game and. I'm supposed to be on during you know the end of start of the fourth quarter. I'm told, hey, uh, we're going to need you. We're going to interview Joe Montana, and then the next commercial break, we're going to have you on. I said, okay. Go down to the field, sitting there watching. I see Joe Montana. Joe Montana walks by. Say hello to Joe. I'm thinking I'm in the on deck circle. They want me. So I don't drink. I don't drink at all during the game. I I had a soda because I you know you want to have. I'm going to be clear and present danger. And there's drinks everywhere. So everywhere. My, yes. <laughs> so my wife goes, you're, you're not drinking. I go, well, I'm going to be interviewed. I got she goes, you can't have one. I go, no, no, no. I don't want, I don't want to be seen drinking. So I'm waiting and it's 42 to nothing. And I'm waiting. I see the clock and it's ticking. And so I uh, finally producer comes over and grabs me and says, uh, we're ready for you. I go, okay. So I'm walking down towards the end zone, meet with the reporter. Cameraman's there. They got me, you know, framed up, ready to go. And I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. Then there's a field goal, so it's 42 to 3 or something <laughs> like that. I go, okay, now now the comeback starts. They want to get me, yeah. you know, be, before it gets crazy with three minutes ago. They keep going, keep waiting, keep waiting. And then I hear the following. We don't have enough time. Uh, and I went, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. It, it was 42 to nothing. You got bumped? I got bumped because somebody realized that Navy likes to run the ball there for the clock runs. They, saw had, that. they had to get in all their commercial inventory. So I'm telling my wife this as we're sitting there. I know I'm not going to get on. I said, hon, there's commercial inventory. I'm explaining what's going on. I'm not going to get on. Oh, you will. You will. I mean, NBC and Peacock. I said, it's not going to happen, hon. I walk over there, and all of a sudden, I'm just standing. They go, "Um, we don't have enough time. How about we just get a, a shot of you on the sidelines? And I go, sure. <laughs> and I put on my Will Ferrell credential, and uh, I thought, all right, well, let me give them something to show if they want to have fun with this, that I have Will Ferrell's press credential on. And then that was it. And I walked over. My wife goes, how was the interview? I go, hon? She goes, you got bumped? I said, I got bumped. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't drink the whole game because I want to have my wits about me. And then I immediately started drinking right after that. Yes, Paul. We were up in the suite with you the whole time, that lovely Notre Dame suite. There was pints. There was whiskey. There was everything. And you were being disciplined. Yes. And you're a professional. Yes. And you're doing the right thing. Yes. Somebody owes you three hours of drinking. Notre Dame does. Yeah. No, I, th- I think it might be uh, NBC owes you. Oh. Notre Dame provided the, the booze early. Hmm. I think I think you need a night out on somebody. So NBC. There's a producer somewhere who was uh, doing the game yeah. that owes you yeah. some time. Yeah. Like two and a half hours of booze. I yeah. did. I did. Uh, he did reach out to me. He said, sorry, <laughs> ran out of time. Mm. And I said, well, I understand how tight the game was. You couldn't squeeze me in when it was 42 to nothing. But uh, no worries. But I did tell him. I said, look, I'm going to rip you on Monday on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And he, and he said, ha ha, fair enough. 
They ran out of time. That's just not normal drinks, too. That's drinks in Dublin drinks. Yes. While Notre Dame's playing, which happens, I mean, so often. And then my wife and I went to a pub afterwards, and uh, we just sat there. And uh, I had a a couple of pints, a nice uh, whiskey, and uh, I was good. Kind of cried my beers a little bit, but uh, people thought I was just emotional because Notre Dame had a big blowout win against against Navy. Yes, Paul? Gorgeous stadium, Aviva Stadium. It's kind of in a neighborhood, a really nice neighborhood, and it just comes out of nowhere. That flyover, I'm a sucker for flyovers. That was a great flyover, the pregame. That was awesome. Yeah, had a great time. A lot of wonderful people there. Yes, Eden? There is something really great about walking to the stadium before a game. Like, just all of those people. We were at a pub uh, before the game uh, and had a couple of, of creamies, as they say. Yeah, the creamies. Uh, and then there's just something great about By just the seeing way, all those people. Guinness is not – the color is ruby, ruby red. Right. Just to let people know, people think that it, it, Guinness is black. What? It's ruby red. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, if you hold it up to the light. What? Yes. It's not. It's not black or dark. It's ruby red. You know, you should cut me in half right now. And let's find out because it would just pour out <laughs> onto the studio floor. What? Yes, that's the official color. From what I'm told, sources close to me tell me. Yes, Todd. So I see people walking around in these like leather fancy Guinness jackets, but they're it's black with like white sleeves. So why aren't the Guinness jackets ruby red? If that's Todd, I'm just telling you what I was told. I must be colorblind. I didn't see anything that was even close to any. Shade if you of red. hold it up to the light, mm. Guinness is. Do some research here, guys. Uh, I plan to. Are you looking at right now what is the color of Guinness? Yeah, black. No, it's ruby red. We're all over. We'll st- we'll work on this yeah. after the show. <laughs> Get a couple of us. Dark right. ruby red. What? This is crazy. Is that what it says? Yeah, okay. it says dark ruby red. Yeah, that's a walk-off. It's actually not black, but rather dark ruby <laughs> Hello. red. Hello. What? Yes. What? <laughs> Uh, and our thanks again to Will Farrell. He was a <laughs> wonderful, wonderful uh, co-host slash uh, fifth Janet there. Had a lot of fun. Uh, all the people that worked with us over there, a lot of fun. Learned a lot of expressions that you can say there, but you can't say here. And some that uh, you can say here, but you can't say there. That's right. <laughs> I'm going, wait a minute. I'm allowed to say that here? Yes, Marvin. Night one in the snug. That was awesome. That's that an all-time night. That was so good. Okay, if you ever go into the Palace Bar, ask for Messi. <laughs> He's the bartender. He's known as the Messi, Lionel Messi of bartenders wow. there. And uh, his name is Alan. Wonderful guy. And uh, he entertained us. We were in this little uh, place. There's a, a little uh, like room, and it's called the Snug Room. And we had like seven or eight people, and there's like a phone booth. And uh, that was first night. My last night there with my wife, we sat in the snug, and we had some beers, and uh, we had a little bit of whiskey. So ask for the messy of bartenders. No pressure. No, but he tells me that. It was, oh, they call me the messy of bartenders. I'm thinking, oh, the guy spills stuff all over the place. And I go, well, you have people to clean up. He goes, what do you mean? And I said, wait, the soccer player? He goes, yes, they call me the messy of bartenders. I go, wow. And he goes, I hate it. I said, well, why did you tell me? Because that's now I'm going to call you that. 
Yes, Todd. Was the snug available when you first arrived, or did you have to pull any Dan Patrick strings to kick somebody out of there? I walked in. I said to my wife, I said, oh, this is where we all sat the first night. We had a great time. I uh, I, I left Seaton with the bill. Sure. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it. I didn't know it until the bartender goes, well, why did you leave? You celebrities, why did you leave the guy, the good-looking guy with the beard and uh, his girlfriend? Uh, the, the tab, and I go, well, that wasn't his girlfriend, but Seton had to pay. He goes, yeah, I told him, you got these big celebrities, you're paying. I go, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> but we went into this. I said to my wife, I said, let's just see if we can get in the snug. And I opened the door, no one there. Perfect. I go, hon, we're home. We're home. And that was like at 11, 11.30 at night. And then uh, I did say, what time do you guys close? And they said, uh, we close at like 11.30 or midnight. I said, you don't stay out? And they go, no, 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 that, that's for other bars. We're a professional bar. This has been around for 200 years. I go, all the great uh, writers, you know, poets, uh, they all came through this place. But wonderful, wonderful people. Thanks for the hospitality. We have some more stories coming up, including plane flight etiquette as well. Celebrity sightings as well. We got a lot to recap. And we'll get to your phone calls, as always, best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. So uh, we'll take a break. Top of the morning to you, Daniel. <laughs> I'll be calling you Daniel. Oh, we bit oh. a crack today. <laughs> Good crack. That was another one. When I first heard it, I was like, whoa. And it was like good conversation. Good crack. <laughs> then, you know, we were just a normal conversation, and all of a sudden somebody said, oh, good crack. I was looking to see if someone bent over and they were showing a little too much on their backside. Come on, Todd. <sighs> Quite a, a ride. Great trip, man. Yeah, that was. was a great trip. Yeah, it was. One of the, probably one of the best I think we've ever had in the 16 years we've been doing this or whatever it's been. I thought we peaked, though, that Tuesday night. When we went out. Yeah, it we, started there. I was like, wow, this is going to be awesome. Yeah, we went we went hard. Because I didn't know. Will was like down. He was down to hang. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And the fella can handle himself. Yes. And I was like, wow, this is if this is the way it's going to go, this week is going to be pretty epic. Yes. Because yeah. I was hoping Will would say, you know what, I'm going to call it a night, and then I would be the good friend, and I would say, yeah, we should probably call it a night. Will went toe-to-toe. <laughs> yeah. he, he was very impressive. Yeah. He may not win an Academy Award, but uh, he won He won a lot of respect from us over Hall there. Hall of Famer. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what? Too is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton. In 
include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Congratulations to El Segundo, California. Won the Little League World Series on a walk-off. That was awesome. Uh, Bronny, uh, the update is that uh, I guess there is a chance that he still could be able to play, that his condition is uh, treatable. And uh, we hadn't heard much. In fact, I brought it up last week that we hadn't heard much. And now all of a sudden we get an update. Uh, Simone Biles, back competing, won the uh, U.S. title again. Uh, Notre Dame and USC looked impressive in uh, week zero. Just some of the headlines there. Westwood One, CBS Sports, NFL, college football analyst, the former NFL offensive lineman and host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Ross, back on the program. Ross, uh, should Jerry Jones have told Mike McCarthy and or Dak Prescott that he was trading for Trey Lance? No, I don't think he really needs to do that. I mean, now the Mike McCarthy part, I think obviously McCarthy should be part of those discussions, and I think that's very interesting you know, that it doesn't sound like he was overly involved in those. I think that's telling for the Cowboys organization and how they work and how it's always worked, quite frankly, and probably says something about McCarthy's status there in Dallas, which I think a lot of people think is probably tenuous coming into this year. But that's how the Cowboys run their organization. They felt like there was value in getting Trey Lance. They want to get a young quarterback that if something happens to Dak, can go in and, and make some plays and also start to develop someone behind Dak because I think they know that Dak, you know, they want him there. They're going to try to do everything they can to keep him there. But 
based on what they did with the last contract and how they butchered his contract the last time, Dan, in the situation, they know that Dak has crazy leverage to get even more money in his next deal. How does this work out for Trey Lance? Well, I think it's really strange that he went to the Cowboys. You know, if you're the Niners, you don't care, right? I mean, you're going to get as much as you can. And I think that I I guess where the Niners said they were surprised they got a fourth-round pick because you have to guarantee the over $5 million that he's making in 2024. I'm just surprised, I think, Dan, that none of these other teams – whether it's the Vikings or whoever, you know, even teams that maybe have quarterback concerns, the Broncos, you know, Fritzy's Broncos, maybe the Raiders, although Aiden O'Connell looked really good. I guess I'm surprised that none of these other teams that might go with young quarterbacks or might have quarterback situations, even like the Commanders, right? Like why wouldn't the Commanders bring in Trey Lance in case Sam Howell falters? I'm a little surprised that the Cowboys, a team with an established quarterback, was willing to give up more than any of the other teams were. Yeah, and Dallas has two better quarterbacks, three better quarterbacks. Dak, Will Greer, and Cooper Rush are better than Trey Lance. One of those is probably going to get cut because I don't think you make a deal like this for a fourth-round pick, and then can you keep four quarterbacks somewhere? Can you put one on the practice squad, or is it you get three quarterbacks you can put on the roster? Well, so I think that's what they're going to do. I, I think they'll cut Will Greer and they'll put him on the practice squad would be my guess. Okay. I don't know if Will gets picked up elsewhere. He's bounced around a decent amount. You know, there's other teams that have quarterbacks they like as well. But I actually think, Dan, that that was the sense I got just seeing some Dak quotes and his body language. I think Dak was a little bit frustrated about that part of it. You know, Will Greer goes out there – and has, like, the game of his life yeah. is probably not going to matter. Although it always matters, right? Because if they do try to put him on practice squad, Greer going out there and playing that well does give him a chance to get picked up somewhere else. I do think it's funny, too, Dan, that the 49ers didn't just keep Trey Lance as their third guy. I mean, they're the ones that helped get this new rule so you can have three quarterbacks suit up on game day because of what happened in the NFC Championship game. And yet they still didn't think Trey Lance was even valuable enough to be number three. I, I'm not even sure that they think Trey Lance is better than Brandon Allen. And I think they thought it would be better for Purdy and the entire organization to just move move away from him in part ways. Can you be a bust at 23? I think you can be a bust from a 49ers perspective and for 49ers fans. The real difficulty now, Dan, is I don't know if he's ever going to really – get that chance. You know, he's under contract with Dallas for two more years now, this year and next year. When does Trey – I hope he gets another shot to, to actually start or play. I mean, Dan, they thought enough of him last year that he was their starter last year. Yeah. Remember when Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't even allowed to go to practices or anything? Jimmy was, like, on his own field because the Niners said, we are going to live with the growing pains of Trey Lance. He's going to play. We like him. And now he's in a situation where I don't know when he gets a chance to play again, but I think we'd all like to just give give the kid a year. I mean, when, when does a guy get drafted that high and he doesn't even get a year? And the answer is Trey Lance because he got hurt. But I would love to see somebody somewhere give the kid a year to play and see what he can do. It's hard to say he's a bust when, when he's barely even played. Yeah, but we've seen these um... – 
reclamation projects where Geno Smith ends up with Seattle. Uh, you know, the, Ryan Tannehill ends up with Tennessee. You know, these guys eventually had that opportunity a second or third time around. And at age 23, if he has the talent, I, I just I think we got caught up in North Dakota State talent and thinking, oh, he can be just like Carson Wentz or Easton Stick or whatever. It might. Well, he had to be better than Easton Stick. They gave up too much. But, you know, he was great for a great team. And it just didn't tra- – I, and I said this first hour, if you can't be a good quarterback in Kyle Shanahan's system, then I have some real questions about that. Because Kyle Shanahan's the quarterback of the 49ers. Somebody goes out there and just, you know, has to hand off and occasionally throw a pass. Well, and the, the the concerning part, Dan, is when you watched him this preseason, there's like wide open throws that I've had multiple people tell me on my show, that's the read in that offense. Like you throw it to that guy, and for whatever reason, only Trey Lance can answer. He wouldn't throw it to that guy. So uh, I, I think from that perspective, he probably is a bust. If he doesn't correct that, doesn't get a chance to play. I do hope, though, that he gets the Tannehill, Geno Smith chance. I hope he makes the most of it. Ross Tucker, Westwood One, CBS Sports, NFL college football analyst. And uh, let's see. You had Hawaii Vandy, week zero for Westwood One. And then coming up this weekend, Oregon State, San Jose State for CBS, right? Really looking forward to it. You know, that's Oregon State. Top 20 in the country, and that's where DJ Uangalele went. That's where the former Clemson quarterback is. So I'm looking for and, – and San Jose State, Chevin Cordero is the preseason Mountain West Offensive Player of the Year. So should be awesome. I don't think, Dan, how many of your listeners right now know that Oregon State won 10 games last year and finished in the top 20? I don't know why, and maybe that's – part of the Pac-12's problem, but they, 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 they finished they, top they 20. They now. won 10 games. Nobody knows it. Yeah, they all know now. Right. You just told them. Yeah. <laughs> now, now everybody knows that. All right. <laughs> Give me the NFL team. Okay. Colts going with the rookie. Carolina's going with the rookie. Texans going with the rookie. Rank the decisions by those three teams on, is it the right decision to go with the rookie quarterback? Well, I think the interesting one to me, I guess, is Carolina just because they have a pretty capable guy in Andy Dalton. I would say he's the best of the backups when you compare him to Minshew and Indy or Davis Mills in Houston. But they were pretty clear right when they drafted Bryce Young. It's really interesting, isn't it, Dan? Like all these teams, it was pretty obvious almost as soon as they drafted them. Jim Irsay said, you got to play which is why I never understood what they, why they were even splitting the reps in Indy. You, you know, you talk about some of these organizations and who's in charge, Dan. They're splitting the reps, the first-team reps in Indy. Jim Irsay had said like a month ago that Richardson needed to play. He needed to learn on the job. And it's very clear that Irsay runs that organization in every way. So I would say they all are doing the right decision by playing these young guys, I think Bryce Young will probably fare the best to start out, but I'm a little bit concerned about that Carolina offensive line. I mean, yeah. they looked bad, yeah. especially Icky Kwanu at left tackle in the preseason. Uh, does it matter what your preseason record is when the regular season starts? 
No, literally nobody ever talks about a preseason game again once the regular season starts unless someone got injured in that game or else the Baltimore Ravens streak. I mean, I played seven years. I don't ever remember anyone referencing the preseason in any way after that. Oh, I take that back, Dan. 2002, I started every preseason game for Steve Spurrier. And, Dan, I think he thought those games counted. I'm not sure, but I think he thought they counted. We were winning by, like, 30 points. I was starting. It was so exciting. I was like, this is amazing. We're awesome. I'm awesome. Like, this this is fantastic. That is not – this is, that is not how it worked out. Did you have fun? Like, came around. Did you have fun with Spurrier? Oh, uh, dude, he was amazing. I mean, first was he of all, a good coach though? No, terrible, <laughs> terrible. How can I you mean, be a great college coach, a Hall of Fame college coach, and not at least a good NFL coach? I, I don't understand um how he had so much success in college he must be a heck of a recruiter i don't think he really want i mean dan the opening night speech before training camp and keep in mind we had marty schottenheimer the year before the year before marty schottenheimer gave a speech that the hair stand up on the back of your neck like you're ready to kill somebody spurrier gets up there and he goes men i went to 12 of these here training camps as a player and you know I don't remember one good thing I ever got out of it, but Mr. Snatter wants us to be here, so let's try to get something done tomorrow. That was like the start of the season speech. I, I got to tell you one more quick story. Can I do one more quick story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Patrick Ramsey's first start against the New Orleans Saints in 2002. First round pick from Tulane. Spurrier's offense does not have hot reads or sight adjusts. So if they bring an extra guy, you're supposed to either audible beforehand or just make a play. So the Saints look like they're bringing a blitz from the left. And Patrick Ramsey doesn't see it, and he's just calling the signals. And Spurrier from the sideline, home game. (laughs) And Ramsey looks over, which is a slide to the left. And Ramsey goes, okay, okay, all right, blue side, blue side. As soon as he says that, the Saints rotate the safety back on that side. The the safety comes down the other side, so they're blitzing from the other side. And and Spurrier goes, Patrick, Patrick. Ramsey looks over, Ringo slide, Ringo slide. Ramsey goes, okay, okay, Ringo. Delay a game. Delay. This is the NFL, Dan. Delay. This is the NFL and the head coach is yelling to the quarterback to make the audibles from the sideline. We got to delay a game. That's when I was very confident that the Spurrier thing was not going to work in the NFL. That's when I knew we had some real problems there. Uh, Safe travels. You'll be uh, there for Oregon State. They won 10 games last year and uh, facing San Jose State. Good to talk to you as always, Ross. Likewise. You guys looked like you had a blast last week, Dan. That was that was amazing. That'd be like top five things in my life to go on an Irish uh, pub crawl with Will Farrell. Incredible. There's always next year, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, bud. See ya. Ross Tucker, Westwood One CBS Sports on the call with Oregon State, San Jose State. Josh in California joining us on the program. Best and worst of the weekend, Josh. Hey, how's it going, Dan? Good, bud. 
Hey, uh, just best of the weekend was uh, the other, I think it was like two or three weeks ago, you had best songs from the 90s. And we watched the Korean Zombie come out uh, from Singapore, and they were just screaming the Cranberry song, Zombies. It was awesome. Me and my wife, it was 8 o'clock in the morning. She was getting ready for work, and we were just sitting there, total, like, nostalgia. It was We had goosebumps on our arms. Uh, the worst of the weekend is I'm a Navy veteran, and Oops. watching them getting their butts spanked by uh, by uh, by Notre Dame. That was kind of kind of bad, but I'm glad to have you guys back in the states. And I love watching the show. Thank you, Josh. You can watch on Peacock. Download the app if you haven't done so. Yeah, I felt bad. I always root for the Service Academy, all of them, and uh, I just wanted them to look competitive, and they didn't. Notre Dame is a good team. I don't know if they're a great team, but they're a good team. Got some skilled position players. They're young. Their quarterback is older. Uh, he'll join us next hour, the 24-year. I wonder if he's always referred to as the 24-year-old Sam Hartman, considering I brought it up three or four times already in the first hour and a half in this program. Yes, Paul? Notre Dame has uh, not the toughest uh, schedule coming up. They got Tennessee State, then NC State at NC State, Central Michigan, then Ohio State at home. Wow, September 23rd. That's a hammer. They got a tough schedule. Yeah. Louisville's going to be good. Ohio State's good. USC is good. You know, NC State, those games are tricky. Remember Marshall last year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember Marshall? Yeah. Yeah. They got Clemson later in the season. Yeah, that's at Clemson. Yeah. Oof. That's a that's a tricky, tricky schedule there. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Dynasty the King. King. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, The Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards. The guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith presents the Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. 10 football is coming to NBC and Peacock, kicking things off West Virginia and Penn State. The premiere of Big Ten Saturday night. Here comes Saturday night on NBC. NBC and Peacock brought you Notre Dame and Navy. And uh, the Notre Dame quarterback, Sam Hartman, joining us on the program. Fresh out of a class here. Let's go around the room on what class Sam just got out of. I'm guessing this is grad school that uh, he's going to. Todd, what class did Sam Hartman just get out of? I think it's some type of economics Econ- business class. Oh, no. At his age? Yeah. He, come on. He's not taking economics. Why not? Oh. I'm going to say ballroom dancing, just like Matt Leinart did. Uh, Seton? I was going to say something to do with money or economics. Okay. I absolutely okay. was on the same vibe as All right. Time. Marvin? I'm going to say something in journalism. Journalism. Like writing, communication. I think Sam wants to be a sportscaster. I'm not sure, but I'm going to ask him this. Uh, Paulie? I'll go high level, like a journalism ethics class. Ethics. Ooh, ethics. All right, let's bring in Sam Hartman, Notre Dame quarterback. What class did you just get out of? They were all very good guesses. I love the uh, journalism uh, answer. That's uh, somebody's done their homework, their research. But it was, it was an ethics class, but it was ethics and sports. Um, so I, Paulie, I'm going to give you credit. Thank you. I'm yeah. going to give, um, give you credit for that. Congratulations. Right, nice. That's, 
That's well, it, Sam. That's the only reason why we wanted to have you on and just find out what class. <laughs> Thank you. Sounds good. I'll uh, see you guys. Do you want to be a sportscaster? I do. I do. Um, I took some sports journalism classes back at Wake, um, and I, I really enjoyed it. Had a great professor, Professor Catnosa. I'm actually zooming into his class next week. I, I have a long-standing tradition with him uh, where every year he has a sports journalism class that I took as a freshman um, that I come back and they do a mock interview. And um, I, I enjoy uh, enjoy talking about sports. Obviously, enjoy playing it. And um, I enjoy talking about, you know, everything that it has to do with it and what you do and what everybody does at this at your level. Well, can I help you with anything? Um, I mean, shoot, if you could find me a job when I'm done playing. Oh, no, I'll find you a job. Uh, maybe an internship. How's that? Yeah, there we go. That would that'd be great. Um, were you thinking of when you left Wake? Was there any thought of you going into the draft? There was. There was a lot, and I think um, at the beginning of the year, uh, coming back to school wasn't in question. Um, I think five years of college, I thought was a lot. Um, I felt like you know I was done going to class, done being in a, in a college setting, and was ready to you know take a stab at the NFL and. Um, you know, thankfully, I had another opportunity, and, and really the COVID year was kind of this um, weird thing that, that everyone has taken advantage of or either not. And um, really towards the end of the year, it's actually a funny story. The main reason it came up is my brother, who looks similar to me, as brothers do, um, is in med school down at Florida, and he was walking around, and somebody thought it was me um, and just tweeted it out. And that's the power of social media, and it kind of became this, like, oh, Sam's transferring to University of Florida. It's a done deal. And I'm like, I'm sitting in a wake meeting room. Like, what are they talking about? And um, so that kind of sparked the curiosity for us and this process of like, hey, you know, there might be, um, you know, potential for this being a, a legitimate, you know, idea. And then we just kind of went through and once the season was over, looked at the prospects of different um, schools and felt like Notre Dame was the best fit. Um, how many schools were recruiting you? Once they found out that you might be open to this, there was a, quite a few. I mean, any you can think of any college um, that needed a quarterback or was in need was was reaching out. Um, you know, give me, a give me of, for instance, give me a couple of schools here. Um, you know, Florida was one. Um, uh, Auburn was another one. Um, I mean, at the time, there was a little bit of Alabama, but I mean, it was all it was all strategic in my way of just knowing that it kind of came down to at the time um, the offense uh, in place here at at Notre Dame and, and the school um, and, and what it represents. And and then the other side was just the NFL component of like, do I want to go back and like you started with take classes again and, um, and risk injury or whatever you want to call it. I think that was um, really the, the two sides. Did you see Joe Montana while you were in Ireland? I, I got a thumbs up from him. Probably one of the coolest moments <laughs> of my life. Was walking by. Um, that was, uh, that was surreal. I got, I, when we were practicing, they were running through all the different announcements they were going to do in the game. And I heard his kind of big announcement. I'm like, there's, if he's here, that's going to be pretty special. And he was walking by when we were going over the last drive and got a little thumbs up. I was like, all right, you know, that's a, that's a cool moment. I'll never forget. Have your teammates asked you to buy them beer yet? Um, you know, I, it's been, it's been a, you know, I'm 24 at this point. So, I mean, I think at some point I, I might over have, uh, you know, there's, there's, I, I can't admit or deny um, any of those. I plead the fifth. How about that? Okay. How often does being 24 come up for you? Way, way too much. Uh, I think that there's a, that's the, I'm the old man and Milk, our, our long snapper just turned 24 today. So, 
uh, or yesterday. Um, and it was actually my brother's birthday yesterday. He just turned 26. So happy birthday, Joe. Um, but so now he's 24. So I'm not the only one, but it's, it's a big one. I mean, I think that, um, you know, my age shows sometimes with some of the freshmen and just what they do and what they talk about, but, um, it's, it's fun to be the old guy. Well, it's like Stetson Bennett. Right. Right. Why not? I mean, if you're not in a rush to go to the NFL and you enjoy the experience and you're playing at a high level, being a Notre Dame quarterback, pretty good gig. It's not, it's not too bad. It's, it's a, it's a hard gig to turn down. I'll tell you that. We're talking to uh, Sam Hartman, Notre Dame starting quarterback had uh, four touchdown passes. The necklace has to come up your age and that you have a necklace that's made out of what? It's made out of my own rib that my mom created. Uh, yeah, it's a, quite a quite an interesting uh, headline right there that people like to grab. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, part of part of the story. Where is it? It is at my house right now. It was it was in Dublin, Ireland, with me, and um, you know it was around when I was traveling around. But it is back back home, and you know it'll it'll probably appear on the the game day the game day walks and a little bit of warm ups, but. It's a little sharp, so I'm a little nervous. I might, you know, might try and go back to where it belongs. Uh, but it was, uh, it's a, it's a cool feature piece. It's something I'm proud of. Something that I'm um, a little weird and obscure. I know that and I understand that, but um, just kind of like a, a scar or a tattoo. You know, it's something that I can always remember back to and and lean on. I got a side hustle for your mom. I mean, other people may want to make you know necklaces out of this. She yeah she might she you know I don't know if the uh, the money gets tight she might have to uh, get back in the get back into work and that might be it. What was the feeling like? Put me into you with uh, Notre Dame as opposed to last year at Wake. The 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 pressure uh, that it came along or comes along with that. Um, I mean, I think on the field it's all the same. I mean, I think it, you're you know you want to perform at your highest level. You want to be the best that you can possibly be, and and I think. Um, the similarity comes from just the team. I think, uh, I, I've been really lucky and just have had some great teams, um, and great teammates and great coaches that you want to play for. Um, I mean, and again, you, I don't know a quarterback or a player who ever wants to go out and not perform at their highest level. So I would say it's very similar. I think, um, the cool thing about this past weekend was just the, the scene, um, of where we were obviously in Dublin, Ireland. Um, playing against Navy, an old traditional, you know, rivalry that, um, has been built for longer than I've been alive. And, um, and I think that was probably the, the more pressure of just, um, being out there, new offense, new offensive coordinator, new teammates, and just, um, you know, making sure that everything was working and operating smoothly. Did you like Notre Dame at all growing up? I really did. I was actually, I grew up a, um, and I don't, I don't want to get in trouble for this, but I grew up a huge Michigan fan. I was, I was a Michigan fan my entire life until oh. I got to college. Wow. Uh, so you hated Notre Dame probably growing up. I did. I wasn't, I really, and it, like I, it was really Ohio state that I wasn't a fan of like it just based on my Michigan status. And, um, but yeah, I was not, not a huge one, but again, once, once, once they stopped recruiting me, I was like, okay, well it's Wake Forest and now it's Notre Dame. Oh, Michigan stopped recruiting you. Well, they never really did. I, stopping is probably did Did Ohio State recruit you? No, I was. Uh, I only had three offers coming out of college. I had uh, Wake Forest, UNC Charlotte, and Elon. Um, so I was uh, not the not the biggest star out there. Okay. Well, now you can take care of Ohio State in a couple of weeks. That is that is true. But right now, it's uh, we're on one of this week and trying to go one and zero. 
Well, it was fun to watch, and uh, congrats on your debut there. And thanks for joining us. And uh, if we can help down the road with uh, you becoming a better broadcaster. I've seen uh, there was a clip that was sent to me this morning, and it's you reading off teleprompter, and uh, it didn't go well, Sam. Yeah, I think it's uh, Mr. Gorin, Dave Gorin's uh, class. That was, I remember oh, that. It just happened to be Dave Gorin, who is, uh, runs the uh, Sportscaster Hall of Fame, who sent that to me, I think. I appreciate Thank you, Professor Gorin. <laughs> I really appreciate that. You know what? I'll make sure now I'll never respond to him again. So just, you got to work on those things. And yes, sir. Reading, reading off a teleprompter. You have to act as if, or you know, present yourself that you're not moving your head or your eyes, and you stare right into the middle of the the, the uh, camera and try to take. It'd be like seeing the whole field as a quarterback. You got to see the whole prompter there, and don't move your eyes, don't move your head, and you just want to be very casual when you deliver, not read. Yes, sir. I appreciate the info, and I'll, I'm gonna next time I'm in that situation, I'll be thinking of this combo. So, thank you. All right, thank you, Sam. Good to talk to you. Yes, sir. Go Irish. That's Sam Hartman, Notre Dame starting quarterback. Uh, he threw 77 touchdowns, I think, over his last two seasons at Wake Forest. He got, a, I think, 100 touchdown passes. So you get somebody like that running your offense, and that's a big difference for that uh, that offense. They're fun. They got uh, they got some good running backs, good wide receivers, tight end as well. Lucas in Texas joins us on the program. Hi, Lucas. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. How you doing? Hey, Luke. Hey. Uh, I wanted to call with a compliment and a critique from your Ireland trip. All righty. Uh, a, comp- a compliment. Uh, I, I got to say, whoever put in the, the intro video, uh, I loved it. Well done. Uh, my favorite part had to be Marvin struggling to find any music that resonated with him uh, and then struggling to press a button with a small plastic looking <laughs> hand. Uh, terrific. Great touch. I will offer my critique, though. Um, I think that you guys missed the boat on one aspect of uh, Mr. Farrell becoming a full Danette. So uh, please let him know uh, the job is not yet done. But from all of your fans to Mr. Farrell, I just want to say suck it, Will Farrell. Oh, okay. So you're treating him like he's a a, a real Danette. He no got a, one said that. Yeah, got a pie to the face, but nobody said suck it, Will Ferrell. It's an important detail. Yeah, Mark in Tulsa. Hi, Mark. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. How you doing? Good, sir. Man, a thumbs up from Joe Montana. That just gives me chills. How about that? <laughs> hey, um, real quick, I just wanted to say it seems like the Dan Patrick Show has a little Drew Bledsoe. Tom Brady thing going on with way back when when um, I found out McLovin was leaving. I mean, I was bummed. I was crushed. I love McLovin. But you guys killed it with Marvin. What a what a what a substitution. He's going to come in. He's been killing it. The chemistry with the other Danette. He's a breath of fresh air and he's great. Well done. Well done. Well, thank you, Mark. And uh, Marvin, how about that? Man, thank you. You're going to get ready to cry? No, I was like, I was like, see, and I was joking too. Wait, were you joking on Friday when you said that you were getting emotional? No, I was, okay. I was dead ass serious. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I thought I was the only one getting emotional. And uh, then you got emotional because where you've been and where you are right now. Yeah, it's just. And Seton started it. He was like, you know, the best part about this is seeing Marvin, you know, experience this. And I was like, 
man, I was working in screening <laughs> at the mothership for $13.68 an hour. You're not going back? Oh, I told you guys in the snug. Yeah. Can't go back. Can't go back. Nope. Not going back. That became the rallying cry. Whenever it'd be quiet, and then all of a sudden Marvin said, not going back. I said, no, you're not going back. Don't have to go back. McLovin, if McLovin walks through that door right now, I just say, what are you doing here? Would you say, hey, it's good to see. I, I might say that eventually, but this is your job. You've earned it. Oh, I thank you. Oh, yeah. it's official. Yeah. No, it's been official. Oh, I thought we were, there's like a training process. No, 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 no. I thought it was a, like a two-year training program. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Nothing like that. He's earned it. Yes, Todd. It's about time we officially announced him as the I uh, thought I'd officially that. announced him. He's, he's, he's official in my eyes, and that's all that matters. And the audience has been very receptive in a good way. You've been a good sport. And I think it all started. I, I think when, when we're measuring our hands and all of a sudden Seton knows that he's got the smallest hands until we find out that you have smaller hands than Seton. And the reaction of that, <laughs> did we put that on our sports Emmy submission? I, th- I we think might we have. might have. Now, this was brought up to me. Would we put, you know, I'll take a break and I'm going to ask you about something that happened recently, would we put that on our tape, our submission to win a sports Emmy? And uh, I'll, I'll see what you guys think, because I'll, I, I have a strong feeling about this. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. <laughs> 